Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my first ever podcast episode. Still torn on what the name of this is. So if you have a good name, drop it in the comments, message me on Instagram, comment on my TikTok, my YouTube, my Twitch. Let me know. But as of now, the name of it is Logging Off. And today I have someone that I think is a treat, a very, very interesting figure, to say the least. To me, he's one of the most inspiring stories that I've ever seen. And quite literally, I think that this man is the most interesting guy on TikTok. So without further ado, here is Colin Ray. What's up, man? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, you got the whole setup. I see you. Got to, man. I see you. What's All right. Up, bro? So, ladies and gentlemen, with me is Colin Ray. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him, but I think that it's only right that I let him have the chance to take the floor and just explain his life, his journey to TikTok all about him. I've already said that he's a very inspiring figure to me and of course around 500,000 other people. So without further ado, man, take it away. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. So as many of you probably already know, I've been home from prison for about a year and a half. Uh, got locked up at 18 for uh, multiple robbery charges, did seven and a half years, came home and uh, didn't know what a TikTok was at all. Everybody's like, oh, download TikTok. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what that is, bro. I'm good. They're like, oh, make Instagram. Like, no, I'm good. I got Facebook. Like, I'm old. Like, I'm 26. I got Facebook. I'll be all right. So then somebody was like, yo, just download it, bro. It's funny. So I downloaded it, started watching, and was like, okay, like everybody else. And was like, okay, like, it's pretty funny. Well, then I had this, like, and it was last August. Actually, what's today's date? The day is the 12th of August. I posted for the first time a year ago today. Today's my one year on TikTok, actually. Congrats on the anniversary, man. Hey, thank you. I, I didn't even realize that. So I posted a video basically just talking shit to people because people kept hitting me up on Facebook asking me, like, oh, where you been, bro? Like, we missed you. Like, you guys know where I was. Like, Motherfucker, I was in prison. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what? Like, so I made a video. And you know how, like, for my first video, I didn't get a view on it. So I was like, all right, whatever. Posted my second video. It was me surprising my mom coming home from prison. We made the video, like, when I came home to surprise my mom did not know I was coming home. So I posted it up, played Coming Home by Diddy Dirty Money on it, and the video blew up. Got a million views on it, over 150,000 likes. So I was like, by the time I noticed that the video blew up, though, I already had 80,000 likes and 11,000 followers off of it in two days. Mm -hmm. I hadn't been on TikTok. So I'm like, dang, so I guess I just post now? Like, is this what we do? Like, okay. Kept posting randomly. Then I started doing a little uh, – the little pullover tips and stuff like that. And uh, it just kind of blew up from there until February, my account got hacked. So that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, someone got on my, someone, they tried to delete the whole thing, but they couldn't do it because they're not smooth enough for all that. So I just lost all my videos and it was kind of like everything was dead. And then now it's not at all. Oh yeah, not at all. It's been crazy. Like, well, I see you with that blue check mark you just got the other day, bro. Yeah, I was I, I was taking a nap, and my phone was, like, ringing off the hook, and I was like, holy shit, did I fuck up again? I was like, I must have fucked up again. I must have made a joke someone didn't like, and now I got to go down to the police station or wherever the fuck I got to right. go to talk about the joke. And then someone's like, bro, congrats on the check. I was like, I like went and I checked my mailbox. I was like, bro. I didn't think like a motherfucker like me was going to get a check. Right, right. But now, now I'm like, yo, as soon as I got the check, I emailed TikTok. I was like, look, give all the homies the checks. Just drop the na- list of 50 names. You're in there of people who deserve the check more than Oh, me. that's my boy. <laughs> because like, yeah, like our shit is like, we have to come up with it. We can't just shake some ass for views, man. They don't want right. to see us shaking ass. Right. Like, bro, it was crazy because like, I haven't been on, like, I've, I've been posting, but I haven't been, like, scrolling a lot the last couple of days. I had a lot going on with the fan meetup over the weekend and everything like that. Kyle Blockbuster was out here, so, like, we were all hanging out and stuff. And uh, I got on last night. I opened it, and first thing on my For You page was Iron Sanctuary. And I know the sound. I know the unverified sound. So I'm like, oh, bet. So I go straight to the comments to comment. 
first comment I see is anti CZ and then you. And it's got the check mark next to your name. I said, oh, they verified my man Ben too. I said, oh, they on one right now. I verified everybody. Uh, you know who Khalil is? Yeah, the guy they who's like, him. Yeah, they just verified him. Yes. Yo, I was just talking to him last week. Mm-hmm. And they're Yo, starting to verify like everybody. That's fucking dope. Yes, sir. Um, how's the fan meetup? Oh, it was good. Like, so like we made it like a whole like basketball tournament. We had a lot of local teams and then people from TikTok that were like not necessarily local, but like a couple hours within they came out, yeah. had a bunch of people come out, like meeting and stuff like that. And it, it, it was real good. We lost back-to-back games, so that sucked. But um, <laughs> Kyle got sick after the first game, so I had to drive him home. And in the time that it took me to drive him home and come back, my other player had got sick. So I was running with two people I didn't know. So it didn't – but it was still fun, man. We had a good time. Everybody was out there just hanging out, talking and stuff. We had mm-hmm. some other creators come out, and they were just chilling. It was definitely a good time. Like, I, w- I was glad to be able to do it and actually have people show up because everybody kept asking me to do one. And I was, like, real, like – cautious with wanting to do it because like i don't want to do one and then like one person shows up and you feel you feel lame doing that you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah like, i feel that like i definitely i definitely was like kind of nervous about doing that but it, it ended up really well and then it was funny because last night uh we went to this uh they have this place up here in pa it's like go-karts and like stuff like that like batting mm-hmm. cages and stuff and i'm in the batting cage and uh these two teenagers walk up and they're just staring at me as i'm batting right so I turn around and like I'm making no contact. Like I'm being I'm so bad in the cage, right? So I just turn around and make yeah. a joke. I'm like, yo, don't be over there laughing, right? They're like, no, 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 we're not laughing, we're just watching. I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, they, they must have recognized me or something. So I come out and they're both like, yo, are you Colin from TikTok? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yo, can we get a picture with you? I'm like, yo, bro, that stuff is so weird to me. Like, yeah. Like, bro, like what? Like, and I'm not even like like six hundred thousand's a lot, but like it's not as big as a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like I think part of it too is like a lot of people know I'm from PA. You know what I mean? And like a lot more people in PA probably see my stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I probably get recognized more out here than somewhere else. But I'm sure where you're from, you get recognized all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The um for anyone that's listening, if you recognize a creator, just tell us right away. I'm not trying to debate whether I'm eating dinner with my family and someone across the restaurant. I'm not trying to debate whether or not I'm gonna have to fight you. Because I don't know if I'm going to get jumped or not because all I see is you just staring daggers at me. And I'm yes. like, look, bro, I don't know what, what if you got beef. Just say hi. Right. It's not that hard. Like, we're, we are literally regular-ass people. Just people. Like, we're, yo, for real. Like, yo, that's what's crazy. Like, last night, the per- like, we had to pay someone to get in the place, and we had to pay that same person to get tokens for, like, the balls and the bats and stuff. Yeah. I went home. I, I look at my Instagram request, and dude's like, Hey, man, I was, like, nervous to say anything, but, like, I was the dude running, like, the shack that you bought everything from. I was wondering if that was you. Like, dude, I talked to you, like, 12 times. Exactly. Like, it's 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 something that, like, like always be respectful if you're going to talk to us because, like, I, I don't want someone to come up to me and be like, you're a bastard. You have to take a picture of me. I'm like, I'm going to be like, like, of course I'll take a picture with you, but be like, hey, love your stuff. And don't – rule number one, do not fucking say – you're the guy from TikTok. Yeah. Because I'm, dude, I'm like two seconds away from pimp slapping you and walking the fuck out. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, like, you know, so many times people will ask, like, I had a group of 12 year olds try to mob me in the sheets one time, right? I'm, I'm there buying. Wait, 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 wait. You just had 12 year olds try to mob you in the sheets? Is that what you yeah. said? No. That so sounds, yo. Sheets is a gas station out here. Okay, I was like, I was like, whoa, man, this kind of sucks. <laughs> no, Sheets is a gas station out here. That was great. Sheets okay. is like a big chain of gas stations out here. Right, and like yeah. you go in, like you go in, and they like they have their gas, they have their alcohol and stuff. But like you, they have touch screens where you can order like custom food and stuff like that. Yeah, it's real dope. But I'm in there like buying alcohol, and these twelve year olds are staring at me, and I'm like. All right, like, yeah, like, no. So, like, they run up on me, like, four of them. And they're like, yo, are you from TikTok? This and I was like, yeah. They're like, can we take a picture with you? Can you follow me? Can I get your number? Like, hell no, you can't get my number, bro. You're 12. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Like, bro, how's that look? Y'all mobbing me while I'm walking out of sheets. Like, damn, why are all these little-ass kids on this dude? Like, yeah, dude, like, bro, first of all, 12-year-olds are some little finessers. You give them their number, they're about to be, like, they're about to be posted up outside their classroom door and be like, this number five dollars yeah. number i'm gonna be like yo chill out a lot of people have my number too because like like i said i'm not used to the social media stuff yeah so when people like 
like most of them were creators and stuff but when i first started like people would be like damn like we hit me up this and that i'll be like all right here goes my number and then like because i didn't think like anything was going to come of it like this and now i'm like damn so many people have my number like all i gotta do just one person off and my shit's out there like exactly <laughs> what you got to do is when someone asks you like what i've done before is when someone asks you for your number like i gave my best friend's number <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And they're like, they're like, they like make a FaceTime call. So my best friend is like a six six black dude. And so someone's FaceTiming it, and they're like, what their friends are like, Ben Helsing's gonna pick up. And my friend just like opens the phone, just stares at it, and they're like, they're like, what the fuck? I've never seen someone end a FaceTime call quicker. That's it great. was so funny to me. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, but I, if you guys recognize this, say something, but don't be like, hey, you're the TikTok dude, because. I'd I'd rather just be known as Ben. Right. I'm, yeah, and you'd probably rather be known as Colin. Yeah. I had one dude one one time we were in a restaurant and he was he literally looked at me. He's like, yo, you're the prison dude. I'm like <laughs> Yeah, I mean I guess I bought that one. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he isn't wrong, but like you didn't have to say it, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> damn bro, you could have just been like, yo, you're that TikToker that makes the prison stories, not you're the prison dude. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that had to be a little bit embarrassing. Like, you're just, like, you're chilling with your family, and someone's like, holy shit, you're the felon! <laughs> like, across yeah, the but... fucking restaurant. And you're just, like, trying yeah. to eat your food, and now everyone's just staring at you like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, so what was it like? Like, if you feel comfortable sharing it, what was yeah, it like no, when course. you realized that you were going away? So, like, at first, it was all, like, when I first went to the county, everybody was piping me up, bro, it's your first case as an adult. They're only going to give you a little bit of time. Don't even worry about it. They're showing me all these, like, sentencing matrices. Like, look, this is your charge. This is how much your time holds. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a county sentence, like, 9 to 23 months. Like, cool. I go to court. They're like, just kidding. There's a mandatory minimum of five years on this case. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a long time. Like, I'm 18. I'm like... I'm like damn so I'm like all right then maybe I can go to trial and beat it that wasn't gonna be that wasn't gonna work (laughs) that wasn't gonna work there was all the evidence was against me so I was like okay so then I tell them like all right like I'll plead guilty I'll take the five years or whatever they ended up running another year consecutive once I got the plea in the mail them saying like plead guilty and we'll give you six years like I looked at it and then I had to like I wasn't upset because like I knew what I did. I knew what I did was wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I, I I played it real cool, I was like, oh, it's just six years, no big deal. It's not when I got on that phone and I was like, Mom, I got my plea, bro, I broke. I couldn't, bro. I cried so hard on that phone to her. Yeah. And like by the time I went to like sentencing and stuff, I was all right because I'd already been like used to it for a couple of weeks like that. I was about to do that much time. But it was just like fuck. But like the difference between like the county jail to prison it's like a whole different world. Like the county jail, like you're just walking around bullshitting all day. And like CLs don't care what you're doing. Like you're sitting there fighting and they don't care and stuff like that. As soon as you go up state, it's like, it's like, Oh, this shit is real now. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, so like in PA, everybody goes to classification at the same jail. Mm-hmm. They all, they all go to camp Hill. There was a big ride in camp Hill at the eighties. It's like one of like the most like known like prison rides in like the country for the U S. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what everybody knows it for, but, like, it's not like that anymore. But, like, it's a really big jail, and, like, half, like, part of it is, like, regular gender population in Browns, and the rest is all classification in Blues. Okay. And from there, you pretty much, they'll just, like, classify you, meaning, like, look at your case, like, what groups you have to do, and they'll determine what jail you go to. Because we have 26 prisons in Pennsylvania. Like, we're a prison state. Like, yeah. they're, they're with it out here. So then, uh, sent me to my first jail, which was Housedale. I was there for two hours in intake, before we started walking down the walk, I immediately saw someone get stabbed. Immediately. Like, Damn. within within two minutes of me walking out of R&D, we're walking down the track as they're calling yard out. I see someone go running by. My first thought is, like, they're trying to get to the basketball court. Someone's running behind him, jumps right on his back, 17 times in his neck and face. And I'm like, yes. and I'm 18. I'm still 18 at this time, and I'm like... Yeah, I mean, 18-year-old, you're still basically a fucking kid. Oh, for like, sure. Like, I just and turned I'm, 18, bro. Dude, Listen, I don't I feel any different. Right. Oh no, because because it's not. It's it's really just a number. You're the same. Like exactly. Like literally. Like I'd only graduated high school not even a year before this. Like when I got to Camp Hill, it was March. I graduated June of the previous year. 
Yeah. Like, so I'm sitting here like, fuck, like, and my immediate thought was like, yo, I'm never making it out of here. Like, it's not fucking happening. Mm-hmm. And then like, the first like two days, like I just kind of like walked around like by myself. I'm like, kind of like try to feel it out. Then like a couple people like recognized me that I was in the county with. So I started showing with them because like out here, it's like, you know, you hear a lot about like states being like racially segregated. Yeah. PA's not like that like at all. Like PA's more like geographically segregated than anything. So like yeah. not that like places have a problem with each other, but like you just tend to be around the people from where you're from. Mm-hmm. But like more or less everybody kind of fucks with each other besides like nobody likes like pedophiles or rapists, obviously. Like anybody yeah. else is like cool people. Like mm-hmm. but, so I uh, heard uh no my ahead. fault, go ahead. No, you're fine. Okay, so I heard and I think you might have made a video on this that if you are a pedophile or a rapist, you most likely will not make it out of jail alive or prison alive. It, it really like, it really depends on the state. Like California, Texas, probably not. They're probably going to, they're probably going to really put you down out there. Like in Pennsylvania, the COs are so fucking like on everything that like people more or less just like tell them like, look, like, go to PC or stay the fuck out of everybody else's way. They have their little circle of like all pedophiles that stays together and like nobody interacts with them. Yeah. Like down there Epstein type shit. Yeah. Like bro, listen, they literally be like all together. Like you'll walk by and be like, that's the pedophile table. And like people just like fuck with them, like walk by and like smack shit off their table and shit. Like, yeah. Cause like nobody likes, nobody likes something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah nobody like that's like a universally like hated thing besides people that also have the same fucking case yeah yeah so if a pedophile let's say he were to be taking a shower and drop the soap he'd be getting it so it's single single showers in pa oh so the pedophiles don't like shower together no it's all singles so like you know like uh when you know in high school like when you go in the bathroom they got the stall yeah same type of door except there's a shower in it Okay, yeah. Yeah, but there's only, like, four showers on the block. Like, at the jail I left from, there's only four showers on the block. At the other one, there was, like, 15. And, like, sometimes, like, we'd be, like, on the phone or something, and you see someone, like, go underneath the shower stall into another shower. You saw that happen sometimes. Like, so that, like, they weren't, it wouldn't get caught. And then you'd oh, see so like, everybody would do it. So they'd be, they'd be fucking in the shower. Right. Uh, that was at my first right. jail. That wasn't where I left from. All right. Do you ever partake in that? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Do you ever partake?" Fuck no. That's something. So like, like I have no problem with anybody's sexual orientation. At yeah, all. yeah. In jail, it's a lot different. In jail, it's a lot different. Like you could be my best friend on the street, and you be gay. If you come to jail, I'm like, I'm not going to talk to you because I'm going to get put into that same category with you. Mm-hmm. And then it's just it's all different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of them things. Like. Like I really like I could care less, but it's just in jail. It's like you can't you can't get lumped into that category, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, would you be comfortable explaining like what you did to put you in prison? Like walk of through course. the crime or okay? Yeah. So just go <laughs> ahead, man. All right. So, uh, like I said, I was eighteen. It was right before Halloween, and like I had been getting in like little like little trouble, like little dumb shit, like like shooting somebody with a BB gun out the car and I was driving, like I had a little pot charge, like little, but like it was like increasingly getting like more and more serious. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of me and my friends, we were sitting around one night and like, we're all broke cause we're all lazy. Nobody wanted to do anything. Nobody wanted to work. Like yeah. we're just, just, I wasn't shit back then. Like I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. And uh, we had just watched the movie, the town, right? Good movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man, like that shit looks easy. I was like, man, like I could do that. Like, uh, so, I like so I tell my homie, I'm like, yo, you gonna drive this car for me? He's like, fuck it. So that was how it started. The first robbery I did, I was in the I was in the store for 13 seconds, left with eight hundred dollars. Um, so it was just like I was like, damn, like that was easy for eight hundred dollars, you know? It should have mm-hmm. been like, oh, like that's eight hundred dollars. Let's chill. But like it was like the adrenaline and like yeah. everything. It was like, no, it's like let's wait two days and go do it again. So we ended up committing five robberies in seven days from the twenty fourth of October to Halloween. Um we per- like the first the second robbery though, I'm not gonna lie, like everybody finds it funny because like 
I didn't have like a weapon that I wanted to use for the for like for the robbery. So like, yeah. I was going through my homie's trunk and I was like, yo, what can I find in here to use? So he had this umbrella in there. And I was like, man, I'm about to just use this umbrella. Like, so it's I Mary like, Poppins. Up, so I opened the umbrella and tore all the fabric and like prongs off of it. So it was just like a metal stick on a handle and like sprayed dumbass amounts of WD 40 on it. So it was like a police baton. And I just walked in and like whipped it out. And hit this tray of cookies off the counter because it was a pizza place and fucking robbed them with this umbrella and like everybody like i swear when i had to tell that story in jail like i swear people were like yo you're such a fucking idiot like <laughs> what i was like i clearly was but the uh the last three were all um hotel motels i just went in with i went in once with a gun twice with a bb gun um and just regular like give me the money like nobody gets hurt took money ran and then uh somebody actually went out of their way to tell the police about what was going on. Like mm -hmm. we didn't like, there was nobody was like, Oh, this is him. They were more or less like, Oh, we know who it is because we're mad at him. So mm -hmm. they just, just dropped the dime. And then I ended up getting booked uh Halloween night, uh, 2011. And, uh, I was so like, I was so drunk and high when they got me. Cause like, I wasn't doing drugs. Like I wasn't doing crimes like to get drugs. I was yeah. just like, smoking weed and like back then like i was that was when pills first started coming out so i was like popping yeah. and shit like that mm -hmm. and uh which is like i so i really frown upon that now like because i see how like from seeing other people in jail oh, that yeah. stuff will really fuck your life up like um and a lot of the people that i was out there doing that same shit with didn't get caught for anything and ended up getting addicted to harder stuff you know what i mean yeah so like it really like getting arrested when I did really like probably saved my ass honestly from either more time or being dead like but yeah they uh they came to uh this hotel I was at like 30 deep banged on the door I opened it I literally had a pair of gym shorts and a Wiz Khalifa shirt on right <laughs> the Wiz Khalifa shirt said uh wake up drunk go to sleep fucked up right most ironic shirt ever because I had mm -hmm. to wear that when I went to prison because mm -hmm. I had to put my street clothes back on and they literally looked at me when I got to camp they were like damn how'd that work out for you and I was mm -hmm. like yeah, I kind of bought that. Like, yeah. So, do you hold any hostility to the people that tip you off to the police now, or no, 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 none whatsoever? Because at the end of the day, like, a lot of people won't get this because, like, a lot of these people like act like they're super about it. You know, I'm super street, like, yeah. this and that. But like, they've never been through this shit. You know what I mean? They're just saying they're 13 years old, talking about fuck 12 and all this. Like, at the end of the day, cops did their job. They took someone off the street that should have been off the street. So I don't got no animosity towards them. I don't got no animosity towards the people that told on me because at the end of the day, if I didn't do that, you ain't had nothing to tell about. Mm -hmm. If I was living my life the right way, you couldn't have went to the cops and been like, he's doing this and that because I wouldn't have been. So at the end of the day, like I said, me getting booked was one of the best things that happened to me. So I, I honestly hold no sort of animosity towards them at all. So in a way that in a way, they're kind of part of the reason that your life turned around for the better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, now, these aren't people yeah. that I'd like walk up to and be like, Hey, come chill with me. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But this mm -hmm. a person that like, if I saw outside, like I just nod at them and that's it. You know what I mean? We don't got to talk. Yeah. We don't got to nothing past that. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on like, cause it's like a really big wave nowadays is that, 13 year olds from the suburbs on the 4th of July will be like, I don't know if those are gunshots or whatnot. And they act like they're so about it and that this is exactly what they want to get into. Do you think that that culture is in the long run harmful to the kids that are growing up? Because when you're growing up, you're super impressionable. Right. People can mold you however they want. Right. So if you're growing up saying, Oh, I want to be a gangster. I want to be shooting. I want to be selling drugs. I want to be making all this money. Do you think that that is pretty harmful? Oh, absolutely. That's very dangerous. And especially in today's culture with how impressionable people are, especially through social media. Mm -hmm. Like if you like, think about it, right? If Charlie D'Amelio decided tomorrow that she wanted to start robbing banks, how many banks are going to get robbed within a month? Exactly. Not saying that she would do that, but it's. Oh yeah, it's of course that, not. It's that type of situation where so many people follow people and you're not just following the person for their jokes. Like you're following the person for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like once in a while you might see something that's funny be like, all right, I'm gonna follow you for that. But like a lot of the people like that I follow, I like them as a person. Yeah. Or they say something to me that I like, or they DM me something that I'm like, damn, like that was really nice of them to go out of their way and say to me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I follow them. Like I follow almost seven, I follow over 7,000 people. And a lot of them are people that were following me that 
don't even have videos up, but they just say certain stuff. But at the end of the day, like people, sometimes people ask me like, yo, why do you glorify jail? I'm like, listen, I don't glorify shit. I'm trying to show you that you don't want to be in right. this position. You don't want right. to be here. Like, it's not what you want because these, and like these kids are going to get hurt. These kids are going to yeah. get hurt. Like you're from, you're from Oceanside, California, living your best life. You're 13, you turn 18, you're like, man, fuck it, I can survive in Compton. Guess what? You can't, bro. You can't. Nope. You can't. Like, really. it's not how it works. Like, they're not going to just be running a, running amok and all this bullshit and like think, oh, I'm Kevin Gates out here. I'm about to shoot this person and sell this kilo of coke and this and that. Like, okay, bro, like you're going to end up getting hurt. You're going to end up in jail for a long time. And people are going to be looking the same way they did at me. Like, how did you go from this to that in such a tor- short time frame? Yeah. Yeah, sure. What do you think about, so there are creators who have built their so brand, so to speak. So like there's people with a ton of followers. Right. How do you feel about it when people take their followers and send them off to someone's page who they don't like, and they don't necessarily go out of their way to be like, Hey, go hate on this person. But they make it very clear that they don't like this person. And then they tag the person and then their fans go after them. And the creator does nothing about it. Like, what do you think about that? So honestly, like I'm not even a lie. I'm one of those creators. So people say some wild stuff on my page. I'll respond to the comment. Yeah. I don't tell people to go after them. I'll respond to the comment though. But you know, mm-hmm. it tags their name in it. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. only do it if it's some super wild shit that they're saying. Yeah. And exactly. then like, I don't like, honestly, like there have been times like, okay, for instance, did you see the thing on, um, did you see the video I posted about the company that burnt me for that money over the weekend? No, I did not. I can, okay. I can look at it right now. Hold okay. On. So, uh, I don't remember what day it was, but what's that? I can look at it right now. Okay. Just it was okay. uh, from Saturday. You know what? Oh, gee, yeah, that's right. You post a lot. That's good though. It's quantity yeah. over quality nowadays. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so Saturday. That was... it'll be. It'll be beyond. It'll be the video right before a video that has over a million hey, views. It was that. All right, y'all. So you know, I posted the other day about that company that ripped me off of that money, right? Well, here's what's funny about today. I see a comment that says, "Oh, they put a post on their Instagram that says they paid you." As you can see, the tag says, "Here's the proof that we paid him twenty five hundred dollars." Right? Does that say twenty five hundred, or does that say forty dollars? And I didn't even know that was the same person from twenty days ago. Here's our new account. You see, you see your description. We had to delete our old account. So you had to delete your old account because of me, or because you're some frauds. Which one is it? We can do this all day. You're not going to get me shut down. We can do it all day. But I'm going to keep coming after your ass. Did you forget that Venmo transactions go both ways? So you said you paid me $2,500. Same emoji, same description, but yet it says $40. And you sent that to me on a random. Didn't even know that was the same people. So uh, who's really tripping here? So uh, go spam that shit too. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that one I completely get. But right. um, I wasn't talking about like responding to comments. Like I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about when people target someone that they don't like because of their content. So say that someone sees a joke and I've had, I've had it happen to me where like a creator riles up his fan base to go after me. And I mean, honestly, I just don't give a shit because everyone knows it's jokes, but how do you feel about it when a creator uses their influence to try to take down another creator that they do not like because of their content? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I've never done that. I've never done that. Oh yeah, for sure. No, that's, like, to me, that's just low because at the end of the day, like, whether you're bigger than that person or smaller than that person, like, we're all doing it mostly for the same reasons and mostly trying to get to the same outcome. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. we might be doing it to have fun and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the bigger you get, the more money opportunities are in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, not saying that we're sitting here doing it for the money. We all have fun doing it or we wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I see the content you post every day. It's hilarious. Like, I know you have fun making Thank that because you. in your head, like, yo, this oh, yeah. joke is funny. Like, this I'll be is dying. the one. Yeah. Like, like, bro, like, but to just take your fan base and be like, yo, listen, like, this person ain't shit, this and that. Like, you just made it on a personal level when it didn't have to be that serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, you don't like a video he made. Like, that doesn't mean that 
you have to go after that person as a as a person. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's different if you like do at their videos and be like, this video is stupid. Like, okay, but even that is like for what? Exactly. It's it's for just what? as easy to scroll past. I mean, right. it's it's the for you page. And most of the time when that happens, it's like the person that's hating on the other person, that's not the other person's target audience. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you hate it that much, you're not the target audience. So I don't right. see why you just don't scroll past. Right. That's that's the thing about like TikTok. In my opinion, it like it's like high school. Like there's so much oh, unneeded cool. drama. And I'm like, bro, who gives a – like everyone like freaks out over dance creds. And I'm like, you don't see – because, like, I feel like the best side of TikTok is, like, the ones that we're on, like, the comedy kind of videos, the informational yeah. ones. Because our goal is just to make people laugh and to inform people. Right. We don't care when, like, when someone takes our joke, like, we care, but we don't go out of our way to make a video bashing them for it. Or we right. don't care who another person hangs out with. We don't put our personal lives all over our social media. Right. Exactly. But by, but by being that way, we all kind of mess with the same circle of creators exactly mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the same circle of creators are the same people that i'm following that you're following that i'm talking to you know what i mean yeah like, like i i remember telling my homies like like my homies like from tiktok whenever like you followed me back i was like yo ben how's like they're like oh that's my boy i was like yeah. oh, i'm following him for so long because like like I, like I said, like it's still cool shit to me when like a big creator follows me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh shit, like yo, he makes dope content. I watch him every day. It's not like oh he's famous, he followed me. It's like yo, I watch him every day. I comment, and I like his stuff, and like yo, he followed me back. You know what I mean? That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel the exact same way. And the thing is, like I've been in all these different TikTok group chats. I've been in all these different types of things. But the one thing that always stays consistent to me is that the comedy slash informational people are always the realest ones. Oh, they yeah, don't bullshit sure. for the camera. They tell you how it is. And that's why I think we all click so well together. Right. Exactly. Like, like for instance, when I went to Cal, did you, did you see um, any of the videos from when I was in California? California. No, I, I was, I wasn't really on TikTok much right. the past month. Yeah, so I went to TikTok uh, the middle of July uh, with uh, Young Panini. We went out there uh, to meet uh, Tony, Anti-Steezy. I did see that you guys were together and yeah. uh, Plastic Patty, I think he was no, there. Um, no, he was he was with um, Tony right before that. Oh, okay. I okay, that's Eric my fault. There, Eric, shout out my boy Eric. That's my hey, dog. shout out Eric. He's going to be on one of these episodes soon here too. Oh, oh hell yeah, hell yeah. But um, we went out there and uh, – we were just like, literally, we went out there just to chill. Like, we weren't, like, worried about making content. We went out there to meet each other as people. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. But, of course, we know the videos are going to get made easy. You know what I mean? We're all we're all chilling together. Then yeah. Josh Panini, he's like, oh, like, yo, we can go to, um, we're going to go to lunch with uh, Bella. I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. He's like, oh, uh, only Jayas. I'm like, oh, bet. Like, I, I watch her. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. All of them so down to earth. We all chilled the whole day and literally like, yeah, we made a couple of videos and stuff, but like it was the same on the camera and off the camera. We just were all chilling as people. Exactly. You know what I mean? mm -hmm. Like some of the coolest people I've met, like literally like, like nobody's like, the thing is like right. when nobody, like when people ask me about jail, I don't care. I'll answer whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I feel like you're judging me for it, that's when I'm like, all right, we don't really got to do all that. You know? Exactly. That's, but like, it's so yeah. few and far between. I found so much more support than anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that kind of ties into something I was going to just touch on. Just kind of start like a new, like little topic is this whole cancel culture thing. Like the thing is, I feel kind of fortunate that I never was big on social media back in like when I was 13, 14, 15. Right. Because the shit that goes through a 13 year old boy's head, uh, the shit that goes through a 14 year old boy, 15 year old boy's head. And the shit that even goes through he my head today. It's like, if I was 13, I probably would have posted that shit. Right. And it's like, and the thing is now 13 year olds are posting it and they're getting their, their lives are literally getting ruined over yeah. a little mistake. And now it's like, yeah. What, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole cancel culture? That's kind of forming. I think I think it's ridiculous. Like I, I really do because like like you said, like it's different if like somebody does it like somebody does it all right, we'll just use the N word for instance, right? 
-hmm. somebody says say somebody said it on a facebook post they were 15 right but now they're 22 right yeah okay an apology obviously you know what i mean yeah but should that person's entire basically career be canceled because of that because it was, it was they were a kid that's you know seven I mean? years ago that's literally right. a third of their life ago right and like i'm not saying it's right for them to say that no, but they're, they're a child exactly you know now it'd be different if you were 22 and you just started suddenly saying it in every video yeah over and over repeatedly and then when somebody calls you on you like i don't care i do what i want then it's like all right you can get out like yeah but yeah the thing is it's like Obviously, if he hasn't done it again in seven years, he realizes that that's not right. So right. why bring it up? The thing is, they don't care that he said it back then. They care that this guy is now becoming big and they aren't. So they want to go ahead, go out of their way to take him down so they can feel some sort of power. Right. I've, had, I've seen it happen to a ton of creators, a ton of people I'm friends with. I mean, uh, I know a guy, his name is Official Chino TV. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. He's a POV guy, and yeah. he did a POV about a girl goes on a date, but it turns out that the guy is a date rapist, and he right. does a little dramatic thing where he drops the pill and takes her to the bedroom, and then the ends the video. Two days roll around, a big creator sends his army after him, and literally, if you look in his comments, it's, he's justifying rape. He's a rapist. He thinks rape is okay, when literally, in his comments, he said, I do not condone any of these actions. And this is just a dramatic, a dramatization of what happens in real life. Right. And it's like, See, if like that, that was a that's movie. Ridiculous to me. Like that's ridiculous. Like it, one person's opinion can literally ruin you on something. The person have, has enough power for sure. Yep. yep. Like it, it really could because they're like, and it's just crazy. Like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, I don't, the world's weird nowadays, man. Like, yeah, you got to be very careful on what you say, how you say it. You yep. got to be careful on who you hang around with, because if you're hanging around with the wrong person at the wrong time and the, that person does something wrong, they're automatically going to think you are involved. Yeah. What do you think on the comparisons between school and prison? Is it, uh, can you go through similarities and differences? Um, Honestly, it's about as similar as you could imagine. Um, it's clicked up. Everybody's real petty. Always lots of gossip, fights. But except the thing is, in school you tell the teacher and you just stare at the person that told on you. In prison you tell the CEO and the staff. Yep. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Like for real. But like for the most part, it's we used to say that shit all the time. Be like, man, this shit's just like high school, man. Like people just doing the same old shit. Like like petty shit. Mm -hmm. Like, prison is petty as fuck. Like, dude, you took my phone time. I'm signed up for 320. Why'd you take my time? Like, bro, 340's open. Like, I don't care. I get on the 320 every day. Like, what difference does it mean? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. bro, like, like, just the pettiness is really what, like, what really gets you. Like, it's yeah, funny, um, though. Do you guys ever get, like, so... Um, like major updates from the outside world. So what year did you go to prison again? 2011. 2011. Uh, what day or what month did you go? Uh, Halloween, uh, October 31st, 2011. Okay. So all the big things that happened, I mean, all the big national catastrophes, the terrorism attacks, all that. Did you guys hear about that in jail like or in prison? Did you guys somehow have a way to find out, like, sports news, all that? Yeah, so um, Pennsylvania prisons, you can buy your own TV mm. and buy cable and have it in your cell. So once I got upstate, like, to, you can't buy your TV till you get to your home jail. So I got a TV October of 2012, and I had it until I came home. So anything that happened, like, and people, like, don't realize that. Like, people were like, how would you hear this song? It came out in 2015. Like, they had music like all like all like the regular like basic cable channels like i watch sports center every morning i probably watch more Stephen a and max kellerman than anybody else like oh, i yeah. used to watch them every great. morning like mm -hmm. like literally like anything like I, I used to watch a lot of the news like i we pretty much were honestly at times we were more informed than people on the street i'd call my mom and say something she'd be like i didn't even hear about that mm. like because all we're doing is watching this tv all day because it's all there is to do when you're locked in yeah mm-hmm um, 
now this is a topic that I have like super curious about, and that is prison ball. I have yeah. heard from multiple people that that may be some of the highest quality basketball you will ever play. It it, it really is. So like people take it people take it so serious, like to the point where like so they run league they run league ball. They have winter league and summer league. Okay. And they're like full seasons. Like you'll play 20, 30 games, depending on depending on how many teams are in the league. You play, mm-hmm. play normally like 16 games and you have a playoffs. You know what I mean? But they have different leagues. So like they have A League, which is like the better ballers. They have B League, which is like good ballers, but like not too great. C League is like the old heads, like 35 and older. Then they have a 50, 50 and older league. So like they have all they have both of those leagues, winter and summer, but then they play ball in the yard all day too. They have one court that's like the better players, one court that's like the you know what I mean? Not as yeah. good. But mm-hmm. they take it, like, very serious. Like, very serious. Like, you come out, like, you know, like, okay, like, these ten people are probably going to be on the court first. This dude's got next, but I'm after him. Like, and really, it's just – it's not even based off, like, who you know. It's really just if you can ball. If, you, if you're a good baller, you get runs. If you're not, you don't get picked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, normally, like, on the, like, the bottom court in yards – like, when we come out, the game's normally garbage because the people that run to get the ball and get the first game are the people that never get picked up. So, they make sure they get the ball so they get the court first. Yeah. But, like, in the in the, in the the gym, like, they play under college rules. There's reps. There's not, like – I literally, in seven years of state, I saw one fight in the gym during a basketball game. And that's it. Like, it's played very, like, officially. Like, good. There's, there's people that are literally, like, getting an argument and be, like, like, in the yard – and be like, man, fuck you. Like, let's fight. And then be like, bro, listen, it's like, it's like January. They're like, yo, can we just wait till March till season's over? They're like, all right, fuck it. I'll see you then. Like, you're going to wait yeah. to fight for two months. Like, and by that time, they just let it go. Yeah, how are you going like, to be pissed off for two months, man? Right. Like, they take it, they take it very serious. And like, it was always fun for me because I'm 6'4. There's not a lot of like real tall people in jail. So when oh, yeah. I play ball, I'm always like, yo, we need a center. Come on. But I'm also one of the better shooters. So, on defense, I'm playing the five, but on offense, I'm just on the wing chilling, just waiting for the ball. Yeah. Like, and, like, if there's one thing that people don't like in jail, it's when a white boy can ball better. Oh, I'm telling yeah. you, they, listen, people would always be talking shit to you. They'd be like, man, you're white, you can't play ball. I'd be like, oh, you want to check up? Like, we can play. Yeah. Like, and then they check up and play and be like, all right, bro, like, like you're cool. Like, I'm like, all right. Like, but that oh, shit yeah. is so much fun, though. Like, it's. It's definitely a trip. Yeah. Um. So, do you ever kind of like, in a way, miss prison ball? Like, I know you probably do not miss prison, like whatsoever. Right. But like, do you ever like miss like the competitive nature of prison ball and that kind of stuff? Uh, there's 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 a few things I miss about prison. Like, I, I miss I miss balling all the time. I can't ball out here. Like, like you you get games with people and like the people I've been playing with now they're they're good like they're good players so like I have no complaints about playing with them but before I'd go to the basketball court there'd be one other person there and nobody else no games no nothing that's why like all my most of my videos I'm just shooting by myself because it's it's empty there's no one there yeah like but um oh what was I gonna say um but like as far as like everybody there like the people I dealt with like I miss them like I miss the fact that like the only thing you're worried about in there is getting out. Like you don't mm-hmm. have all these real world troubles and stresses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so in there you're just like laying there like, damn, I wish I was home right now. Out here you're like, damn, I gotta pay this bill. I gotta go here and do this. I gotta mm-hmm. go see parole. I gotta do this. It's a lot more going on out here, like but it's just one of those things where like, you know, you're blessed to be where you are, you know? But like, um, so I talk to I still talk to some of the counselors that are up there because they like they'll call me and ask me like how I'm doing and like what I've been up to and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, they told me once it hits February. So I came home February 28th last year. They said once it hits February 28th next year, they'll let me come back into the jail to like talk to people in the um like the housing unit to like the transition housing unit, the ones that yeah. are coming home soon, to like come in and show them like look like I was just where you were two years ago, but if you come home and you do good, like this is like what can come, you know? Yeah. Which I feel like is good. Like it's like a way to show people that like, just like what I'm trying to do on TikTok, like you don't gotta always be that, you know? Yeah, so are you just gonna like pull out your phone and be like, hey, yo, look, I'm TikTok famous, bitch. Like, like you could do <laughs> well, this shit. Well, see, it's funny because they know because the CEOs, the CEOs literally sometimes comment on my stuff or like oh. I'll, one of my- one of my That's pretty cool. Homies, one of my right, one of my jail homies called me the other day. 
And he's like, yo, what's good, bro? I'm like, shit, chilling. He's like, damn, bro, like, how's that 500K feel? Look what you mean. He's like, bro, the CEO came right in and told us, like, yeah, right? Hit half a million on TikTok. I'm like, bro, that's dope, though. Like, that's yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, it's funny because, like, old, like, I never caused no problems while I was there, like, for the most part. So, like, when I came, when I left, it wasn't like, you know, in the movies, they're like, oh, you'll be back. You may shit and all that. Yeah. When I left, it was like, yo, like, wish you the best. Hope you're good. Like, stay out of trouble. So, like, they all want to see you come out and succeed. Because at the end of the day, if you go out here and fail, it's not like, oh, he's back. It's, damn, he committed a crime. Mm-hmm. I'm a violent offender. I had robbery. So, if I go back, yeah. it's probably for something else violent, which means somebody else probably got hurt in a situation. That's not what you want. Right. Oh, you know? Yeah, of course not. And, like, for real, like, TikTok really, like, like, I never, like, I knew when I, before I came home, like, that I was, like, on a different path, you know? Yeah. But, TikTok like reinforces the fuck out of the fact that I cannot step out of line at all. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's so many people watching, like there's so many impressionable kids watching. Exactly. Which is why I'm trying to quit drinking, which is why I'm trying to stop smoking cigarettes. Like, do I want to stop smoking cigarettes? Hell no. I've smoked for half my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop. Sm- but at the end of the day, if it's going to stop some kid from picking that habit up, like then it's worth it to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what is it like? Do you think that prison system is more focused around punishment or rehabilitation? Punishment. Punishment? Yeah. So they don't, prisons don't rehabilitate shit. Mm, They give you these dumbass groups that anybody can make it through. The only people that make it are the people that work on themselves while they're there. They take the little bit of knowledge that they're given and they expand on it and they know what they want for their life going forward. Like the people that I surrounded myself with are all people that are out here doing good. I've had probably 40 people come home and not get in any sort of trouble. Right now I'm at my buddy's house. He was literally my celly in prison. He came Mm -hmm. home two days after me. I'm literally sitting in his house right now. He has not been in a lick of trouble. He came home two days after me. One person that I know has been in trouble since I came out. And that's just because he went back to the same shit. But most of the people that you, I surrounded myself with had similar goals and interests of wanting to do better for not just themselves, but for their families, for their community, actually yeah. make a difference for once. Like, mm-hmm. we did enough harming everybody out here. Like, let's try to do it a different way. But the prison system, like, there's a lot of stuff that needs fixed in it. Like, and they're just so money hungry. Like, they really are. Like, yeah. it's, like so there's, there's, they aren't private prisons in Pennsylvania. They're state-run. But in the states with private prisons, literally inmates are just a dollar sign to them. That's it. Just a dollar. Yeah. I've heard a lot and I've also done a little bit of research on the 13th amendment. And when Mm -hmm. that says that you can literally make people basically they're your slave in prison. Yes. So you can make them do whatever and you don't even have to freaking pay them. Yep. And so is that something that you're like, we got to change that shit. So, I actually made a video about that. So, like, in PA prisons, like, they'll give you a job, and they, they, they do pay you. They pay you 19 cents an hour, right? Okay. Which is, I mean, what is that? You know what I mean? 19 yeah. cents an hour. You might as well not pay me for that. Mm-hmm. But you can progress up to, like, the highest pay rate is 42 cents for eight hours a day. It comes out to, like, $70 a month, right? Which is, like, the highest pay that you get. But the jobs that you're doing are jobs that if you didn't do, they would have to hire people to do them. And pay them a normal wage. And the prisons wouldn't be able to sustain. Because there are yeah. too many people. If you had to hire everybody to work in a kitchen. Or maintenance and stuff like that. And now like the maintenance. I, so like I worked in maintenance department. I didn't mind the fact that we didn't get paid so much. Because I was allowed to get a trade while I was there. So I didn't mind so much. Because like I literally came home certified to do carpentry. Do I do anything with that now? No. But it's a good thing to have. <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. like it's a good skill to have to be able to get into construction and stuff like that like i can't build you a house but i can build you a dresser like mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things where like they have welding and electricity shop and like um now they started doing uh cdls up there so like, they do give you certain things but it's all like basically like the maintenance department that really will teach you anything like yeah. if you're just a block cleaner cleaning the shower once a day like you don't have like you're not doing shit with your day ever Mm-hmm. like and a lot of people like a lot of people go up there and go to school like get their GEDs because like a lot of people don't have a high school diploma or GED when they go upstate a lot yeah. like and a lot of people like go up there um, 
and do that. Like they're they're trying to make it better. They're adding more things, but like it still needs a lot of work. Yeah. Um. Are you familiar with the Stanford Prison Experiment? Have you ever heard about that? Yeah, I read. I read. Um. I think like half of it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> do you find that kind of to be true? Where say the prison guards abuse their power over the inmates? Yes. Um. It doesn't. It doesn't happen as much like with like major things, but like it's it's most of the time it's like words. Like they'll abuse their power as far as like they'll get you to do what they want you to do by like threatening something rather than doing something. They're not going to be like, "Yo, we're going to beat your ass," but they'll be yeah. like, "Oh, well, I'll write you up, and you won't be able to get on the phone for a month." Mm. Well, like the That's... phone is important in there, so it's like, oh, I bet. it's just right. It's just all the like, it's all the way that they play it. Like it just really like. It really depends. Like, there's a lot of cool COs in there. Like, my whole thing is, we don't. I don't. I never cared if the CO was cool or he was a dickhead. I didn't care. You can yeah. be the biggest asshole ever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Just be consistent. If you're gonna be an asshole, always be that. Don't be cool one day and a dickhead the next. That doesn't yeah. work for me because then you never know what you're walking into. You know? Oh, this CO right. was cool. He's cool as fuck. Yesterday, walking like, yo, can I get on the phone? Fuck no. Take it in. It's like, oh shit. Like, why would you just talk to me like that? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't need to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So were there like, so kind of like in school, how people have like favorite teachers, least favorite teachers, were there like favorite CEOs and then CEOs yeah. that you hated? And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'll name drop them because I don't, I don't give a fuck. So like the, <laughs> like the coolest CEOs while I was up there was this dude named Horner. He was on E Block or he was on H Block and uh, Bowling, he was on H Block. Huff was on H Block. H Block was cool as shit. Fortson, they were all cool. Uh, Sergeant Reed, fucking dickhead. Everybody hated him. Like, he was a fucking prick, and I hope he sees this podcast. Sergeant Reed. Drop anybody else in a bad way, just him. Sergeant Reed, if you're watching this, uh, you're a dickhead. If you're yeah. listening to this, you're a dickhead. If you are somehow getting a transcript and it's Braille, and you're reading Braille because you're blind, <laughs> that means you're a dickhead. I'm dead. So, I mean, dude, just like the name of that, like, Sergeant Reed, bro. Like that, that—that's already screams to me, dickhead. Yeah, like, bro, he, bro, for real, he was, he was. There was another. I can't even remember his name, but um, I always had a problem with him. I wish I could remember his name. I always had a problem with him. He wrote me up like three different times for all the dumb shit. Yeah. So if you are also listening to this podcast, and I'm guessing you know who you are, you're a dickhead. <laughs> yes. Okay, so what's going on in your life right now, man? Right now, just so basically like, well, my grandma just fell this morning or yesterday. She broke her pelvis. So that's hard to hear that. That's okay. She'll she'll be all right. She For real, it sounds crazy, but she bounces back from that shit quick. She broke two hips this year and she was walking within two weeks of both of them. Yeah, she's like, Like, "Mm." she's like, you know what? This breaking bones really ain't shit to me. Yeah, for real though. And I say that shit to her all the time. I'm like, yo, you're not walking with your walker. I'm like, yo, you're going to fall and break something. And she's like, I'll be okay. I'll be like, you're going to fall and break something. I'm going to leave you there next time. Like, I'll just be saying, like, wild shit to her. But um, everything's – listen, everything's been good, honestly. Like, I fucking – with Corona, like, so I work in a magazine warehouse. And with mm-hmm. Corona, like, magazines aren't really, like, a necessity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anywhere. So, like, I haven't really been working. So, i just kind of been, you know, just – focusing on making videos and being around my family and stuff mm-hmm. and that's playing basketball and like that's really been it like i really like have been honestly bored as shit like <laughs> yeah dude i feel i feel you on that one 100 percent um if there's anyone who just got out of prison or is thinking of committing a crime that would land them in prison or is just like curious what would you say to them before they do that? Before they do that, the first thing I would say is think about your family because your family is who you're going to devastate the most. It really is. Like my mom literally was devastated. My sisters were devastated to the point where like at the beginning, like they couldn't come see me without crying the entire time. And by the end, through the years, it's different. It goes from that to laughing and, okay, see you guys next week. I'll be home soon, you know. But you really hurt a lot of people. And you're going to make someone out there a victim that didn't do anything. 
Like, what did that person do? Like, nobody deserves to be a victim at all in any situation. You know what I mean? And, like, it's just one of those things where, like, there's always a better way, man. Like, and if anybody ever does, like, like I tell people all the time, people will say something in my DMs, like, yo, I'm thinking about doing this and that. And I'll literally just call them on Instagram and shit and be like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Like, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, let's talk. Like, like I will help anybody that I can. Like, I don't care. Like, if it can stop one person, because it's not about stopping somebody from going to prison. It's about stopping one person from hurting somebody else. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, I don't want to keep seeing people out here going through that. Like, it's not, it's not cool. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, yeah. I, I completely, I completely 100% agree is that sometimes I feel like people get too, and not just like with crimes, but just like in their everyday life, they get too wrapped up in themselves and they don't realize the effect they have on other people. Right. Especially in the world of, well, first of all, I hate the term influencer. Mm-hmm. Like I think that, but the thing is, it's true. You have a lot of influence. Yeah. And the thing is, is what someone sees a creator do is what they're gonna do. So right now, like the big thing is shit talking behind anonymous accounts, mm-hmm. and that's like the big wave. And I think that's very harmful because that's creating a ton of problems. And I've had it happen before where people slip up and message me on their real accounts. I'm like. What's up with that? I thought you guys liked my content, right? right. You told me that you like my content, but you're talking shit behind me on an anonymous. You're talking shit about me on an anonymous account. You know what the first thing they do is block me. Yeah, they get scared, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna go after you. Right. It's most likely, like I know you made a mistake. I want right. to talk it out. That's like with this podcast, all the people, all the popular creators I've seen that have taken shots at me. All of that. I never take shots back because I want to start unnecessary drama. I don't want to show these kids that, hey, look, we're going to beef out in front of two million people. I want to have them on this podcast and talk them out. Like, I don't know if you saw the whole thing where people were emailing my college about jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried to get them on the podcast. I'm like, look, I can keep you guys anonymous. I can block out your faces, all that. I just want to talk. And they were like, no, fuck you. And I was like, well, if that's how you feel, I'm sorry. I'm not going to release their name to 1.9 million people. What does that solve? It only creates more problems. Exactly. And like, and, and it's one, I hope they see this because they're so goddamn wrong for doing that. Like they really tried to affect your, your life. Like with that. And it's such bullshit. Like, because you didn't like a joke. You wrote my man's college. Like what? Yeah. I think that it was more, um, they, like I used to hold so much. Like I used to be so angry. I wanted to go on a revenge tour. I wanted to email their schools. I wanted to contact their parents. I wanted to contact them. Right. I was a ton of emotions were flowing through my mind when this first happened. And then I realized, look, this is what this culture is teaching the kids now. And these kids are so impressionable and they really went on a limb like that. And the thing is, these people have never sat down and had a conversation with me. That's what bugs me. Is like, I'm guessing with you too, like all these people dropping comments behind the screen, you see what I put on social media. You don't see what I do behind the scenes. You don't see all the good things. You only see the jokes. Right. You'd be surprised at this, the way somebody will react if you go about it a certain way. Like I was, I was having trouble with this dude and he, he wasn't a big dude. Like he wasn't like a big account or anything, but he just kept leaving these comments, kept leaving these comments. They were starting to burn me out. And then he started messaging me, yo, I'm trying to fight. I'm trying to do this and that. I'm like, all right, bro, I'm done with the talking. You can come through. Meet me when you're out here. You let me know what's up. Like, I don't care. I ain't no bitch. You can come through. Yeah. And then uh, he would, like, talk shit, like, every now and then. And then one day he was like, yo, I just saw a video. Like, are you donating your hair? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, dude. He's like, bro, I've been watching your shit. He's like, bro, you're a good dude for real. Like, I'm not trying to fight you, man. Now he comments on every video some supportive stuff every time. That's all it is, man. It's like, like – when you when you give somebody more chance than just judging them off the first thing that you think, you'll see that there's more to them than just the video. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You that's know? that's mm, that's the thing is like, I saw this like quote and it was like, you know, my social media self, not my real self. Right. And the thing is, it's like if you judge me off of my social media self, then let me see that anonymous account that you leave hate account, like you leave hate comments on, and let me judge you off that. Right. Because the thing is, I'm showing my face in all these jokes. I'm letting people be known. I mean, for Christ's sakes, 
my account name is literally my real name. Me too. Yeah. Yep. That's what that's we yep. put it out there. We put out there that this is who we are and this is the content we make. Right. Now I could I could double back and I could tell people that I've donated three thousand and all the money I've ever gotten from TikTok I donated. I could tell them that. But that's not my type of content, so I kind of keep it to myself. When they figure that out, they're like, bro, you're actually a good dude. I'm like, yeah. But I make jokes that you don't like. Just because I make a joke that you don't like doesn't mean that you shouldn't like me personally. Now, that right. could fully mean that you don't like my content. I'm fine with that. But it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you as a person. Yeah, my content and me as a person is two totally different things. Right. Like, if you see someone play a serial killer in the movie, so say that you get freaking... Kevin Hart is playing mm-hmm. a serial killer. Okay, he's probably going into the playground acting like a kid and then he just goes, <laughs> right. It's a mole. You don't look at Kevin Hart in real life and be like, oh, oh, so that's a serial killer. No, that's his on screen persona. Right. It just doesn't make sense to me that people still right. do that. No, you're right, though. You're absolutely right. It's crazy, man. You're absolutely right, though. Yeah, man. Um, well, thank you for coming on. Is there anything that you want to like plug any socials tell like anything? The floor is yours, man. Well, first off, man, I, it means a lot that you had me on. It means even more that you had me on first, mm-hmm. like for real. That's so that's fucking awesome, man. And I appreciate you for that. Like you're, you've been one of the people that I've been watching for the longest before I was ever any sort of big on this app. I was watching you and laughing at your content. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I just want to say thank. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna plug myself. They know my name, Colin Ray. That's that's it, man. Like, I just want to say thanks, bro. I appreciate you for real. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was Colin Ray, and go follow him. Go do whatever, and I hope you guys all have a great day.